welcome to We the Gamer Cast and Publishers on Podcast and YouTube.com slash Yumi Capri. Every single Monday, patrons get it first. Thank you guys for subscribing, hitting the like button, leaving some sweet, sweet engagement juice over on the YouTube channel for telling your mom, for telling your dad, for telling your dad's dad, for telling your dad's dad's uh, brother and cousin, and leaving a note in the mailbox for them to find to listen to We the Gamer Cast. The sharing. That that's what that bit is about. That's it's about you like sharing because we don't have an advertising budget. Welcome to We the Gamer Cast. I wanted to let out a good one today because last week was no good i've been feeling like garbage for a month i'm still not 100 percent. i might have a couple like throat clears here and there but i feel great i hope you guys are feeling great as well i'm stoked that you're here i'm stoked that you're gonna listen to uh, a salt of the earth a slice of life kind of podcast here with trucker sloth um we've got lots to talk to you guys about goodness gracious i feel awesome oh my gosh that just as soon as it hit i'm like we're that's the first take it's the only take that we need i have a couple things i want to tell you guys about and then we're gonna get right into it because man what a time to be alive you guys it's uh, i'm glad i woke up the sun was shining today i was able to get rid of some ice <laughs> my entire like driveway is like a is a complete sheet of ice and i've been able to make it about 80% safer, but, uh, man, so many things going on. Uh, I want to quickly thank Mr. Tony Baker for becoming the latest person to upgrade his Patreon support to gold member status because we love gold. And I announced, I think kind of jokingly, but almost seriously on the Xbox drive last week. Um, I said, if we hit some ridiculous number, I think we were talking about the $70 billion acquisition of Microsoft buying Activision. And I'm like, well, if we can do like a billion dollars or 70 billion, I can't remember what the number was. Uh, we'll do a, uh, we'll do a big brother version. Uh, we'll, we'll run our own reality TV show. So that is up there. That, that goal is actually at patreon.com slash Capri. You can check it out. And I'm pretty sure that's what Tony Baker did. And he's gotten us that much closer to our, to our goal. And, and truth be told, Ryan doesn't want me to say this, but, um, we'll do it for less. <laughs> if there's, if there's some interest in, in Ryan and I buying a house somewhere or even renting it out for like a summer and outfitting it with a whole bunch of, of cameras and then hiring a crew to record the every move of the, of the participants. And by the way, you guys would be the participants. So the community, the listeners of the shows, all the people will throw you in a house. You'll compete. You, you will deceive. You will outwit, outmatch, outlast. I'm mixing my reality TV shows, but that's okay. Uh, we'll even, we will have to hire some sort of like Julie Chen, but not really Julie Chen. Um, or who's the guy on Survivor? I've watched countless seasons of Survivor. Jeff? Jeff something? I'm not sure. But man, wouldn't that be amazing? How has nobody thought of this before? How am I like, I got to come up with everything, man. This would be, am <laughs> this would be amazing. So new Patreon goal. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get a house. We'll take care of all the things you guys compete. The rest of us will watch. <laughs> we'll be entertained by whatever nastiness happens within that house. And we'll, you know, we'll throw up a nice big prize. So patreon.com slash Yumi Capri. Special thanks to our Capremium producers, Dallas Ford, Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix extra, wait, the Phoenix overdrive extra life team and jonathan brown the man behind the music on the xbox drive and the nintendo drive please support jonathan brown by downloading his new album in my element on spotify apple music and a whole bunch of other places links are in the show notes our platinum producers robbie bobby miller and today's guest trucker sloth and our gold members, in addition to Tony Baker, Argo, Brendan Myers, Dallas Robbins, Dano, Emily O'Kelly, Foolish Fuji, 
Why did I say that with Foolish Fuji? Fulia, I, thank you. Uh, Joel Brooks, Jose Jimenez, Mac Time, Marcus O'Neill, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, RJ Kern, Skitty Matt, and Xavier Reyes. Please, patreon.com slash Capri. We're busting our tail. We're making our greatest content. You guys continue to uplift me. And I am, I'm feeling it, man. I'm feeling it. I hope you guys are doing good. Um, what else do I want to tell you about? One other thing before we get into it. Uh, the Backtrackers, it's a video game book club. The Discord is free to join. J- jump on into the Discord. The Backtrackers is what it's called. The next game that the group is playing is Boyfriend Dungeon. This is also on Game Pass. It's available on a whole bunch of different uh, consoles. The next meetup is on Saturday, February 5th, 1130 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You don't have to be a patron to be part of the Discord. I'm telling you guys, magic is happening in the Discord. Um, I'm a little, I've been saying this a couple times as I do this, a little out of breath, but yesterday I did 20 minutes of yoga. I think actually right after this, I might do a couple, maybe 20 minutes of yoga as well. I, I want to, I have to tell you because after about a month of feeling not so good and really like trying to treat myself well and deal with it the best way that I can, which is to rest. Like, I feel like that's kind of what everybody says to do. And I rarely do it. I have been resting. But now I'm all pent up, man. You can, if you can like, if you can translate what you're hearing, this energy, this like, I'm screaming at you this entire time for what is this like 10 minutes straight, five minutes. Oh man, if I, time's moving like even weird for me. It's only six minutes in. Um, all of this, like the, 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 the built up stuff that you're hearing me, uh, I want to just like go outside and get active, man. Like let's get after it, dude. So, but I want to be careful because that's how I get hurt. So I'm going to stretch it out. I could feel my, I just need to limber up a little bit. So that's kind of where I'm at. I hope you guys have had a great first month of the year, dude. Holy crap. And um, also before we get into the conversation with Trucker Sloth, um, I saw two people, it's Sunday as I record this, um, I saw two people say that they finished Pokemon. And speaking of time travel or time like dilation or whatever, um, did that game not just come out on Friday, you guys? Like, I'm still learning. <laughs> I'm still like, they're still teaching me things. I, I I think I know how to craft. And I crossed the bridge that they were really nervous to let me cross. And yeah, people are done. And I'm still kind of like learning about this thing. I can't wait to talk to Kato about it on the Nintendo Drive. Check more out there. Um, and again, I, there's like, there's a bunch of, I'm like, there's a bunch of stuff I want to tell you guys. The other thing I want to say before I get into it, just start a little fire here. You guys can uh, leave comments on the YouTube channel or jump on into the discord. Uh, I, I think I need to declare this. Um, I'm playing God of War on PC right now. The God of War, the, the 2018 God of War, and I'm not done it yet. So uh, look forward to uh, uh, Matt from the PlayStation drive. And I, we're going to do a, an extra mile conversation on this thing. I am, I think I'm on track to finishing it by the end of the week, but at this point in time, here's how I feel about it. I think this game is better than the last of us Two. This game might be one of, I mean, it's not even, I'm not even like giving you guys like the latest, like groundbreaking kind of, kind of take here. Like you've all heard this before, but I'm, I finally have joined the party that God of war that released on PS4 that is now on PC. That's one of the best games ever crafted, man. I am, completely in love with this game to the point where I might just like introduce trucker sloth here, close out the outro, pop this thing over to the, the, to the podcast uh, feeds and to the Patreons so that I can just go play this game until I need to close my eyes and return back to work for the weekend. But goodness gracious, God of war. I am loving it. Uh, Stay tuned on Twitter and in the discord for where you can find more thoughts there. We've got lots to to talk about. February is here. Goodness gracious. Pokemon, all the games, 
We are in full review. It feels like holidays all over again, man. It feels like Christmas. All the games are coming, and it's it's a great time to be talking about video games. So why don't we talk about life, actually? We'll t- jump on in with Trucker Salathi here. We give him a shout-out every week here as a platinum producer. He's now on the show. By the way, it's a perk uh, of the patrons. They get front-of-the-line access, man. So you guys uh, jump on in here. Trucker Sloth is a dedicated supporter and an absolutely stand-up guy. I can't wait for you guys to enjoy this conversation with Trucker Sloth. Graphic tees, I don't I don't know about you, but like I'm, I get kind of picky about my graphic tees. Mm-hmm. It's got to be like I don't know, like if it feels like crunchy plastic on it, that's no good. If it's like sticky, like that look, that looks like the good <laughs> kind. I can tell. Yeah, it's from Big and Tall Store. I can't wait till I can stop shopping from there. Yeah, man. Yeah, you're gonna do it, man. It's coming. I'm trying. Hopefully, I'm getting have, there. Have they moved anything? Nope. It's uh, February eighth. I actually had a uh, um weigh in today because during the holidays, Amy got COVID. And yeah, we were in quarantine for a while, and I'm not a cook, so <laughs> neither am I, dude. Oh my god, we were. Uh, I, I can barbecue. Yeah, but I, I got get me lost there. in the kitchen. I'm mean, like, I can't find pots or pans. I'm like, where is this shit? <laughs> so we were doing some ordering out. <laughs> yeah, and then man. and then the holidays hit, and everybody's like, oh, this is like this is your last Christmas. You know, you gotta you gotta have the pies and you gotta have the cookies and. I ended up gaining 13 pounds. Yeah, it's not hard, is it? No, evidently not. Yeah. <laughs> but I ended up going in for a, a weigh-in right after the holidays, like January 13th. Yeah. And they're like, holy crap. They're like, you gained 13 pounds. They said, if you go into the surgeon, they could literally like cancel the procedure right then and there. Oh, really? Yeah, because you're not supposed to gain any weight on this program. I mean, I guess that makes sense. So I buckled down and I had a weigh-in today and I actually lost 20 pounds. So Good I was actually lighter God. than it was normally. Yeah. So, well, so from of a... the 13th until today, I lost 20 pounds. That is so, insane, man. How yeah. how did you find that? Was that pretty difficult? I have like a very tastic app, it's called. Okay. I found that as long as you're logging what you're eating yeah. and it shows you the calories, it keeps you accountable. Yeah, isn't that wild, man? See, when after Amy got COVID, I was like, you know, YOLO. Yeah. I just I stopped using Dude, that, that was thing. me over to the holidays big time, man. And it's like I ate and ate. It's like, yeah. But the, that, but the way people are like, oh, this is your last Christmas. And I got to thinking, I'm like, I'm not dying. Well, that's what I was going to say. I like, just, Let's clarify a little bit. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not like I have some horrible disease. They gave me six months to live. I yeah. think I got. I'm like, I that's, can, what, <laughs> that's what we're saying to our dogs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> I got to, I, it's, it's all about the mindset. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So well, I mean, just, in a certain sense, I like, well, I mean, it, and everything seemed to like turn out for the best or turned out okay. Like it could have been, they really could have. Oh, I was, sounds like they I was, like, I was scared. I was, I was pretty scared. I was yeah. like, uh, I was like, I do not want to go through all this last six months and then end up having to cancel everything. Yeah. Well, Cause know, like what's parents. your journey been like? Like the six months, has it been, I imagine there's been something even before that, like to get to this it, point that you're going to oh, be looking yeah. at. And what, what is it called again? What's the procedure called? It's called a uh, bariatric surgery. I'm yep. having a sleeve. Yep. They're going to pull my stomach out and they're going to cut. I want to say it's like your, most stomachs are like the size of a football. Okay. If not bigger, yeah, they're gonna take it down to the size of a banana. 
Oh, okay. Okay. And they put titanium staples in there. Yeah. To seal it back up. And then you will go. Um, you can have like two to three ounces in their stomach at a time. Mm -hmm. And if you have one bite more than you should have, it's either going to stay in there and it's going to stretch your stomach out and it's going to be severely painful mm -hmm. or it's going to come straight back out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just my changes two, the whole my, physics of it. Yeah. One of my best friends and his wife both had it a couple years ago now. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know. We, we went camping with him this summer. Yeah. And seen him. And uh, uh, she... His wife actually said that she goes, if you eat too much, she she actually said she equates it to child labor oh, as far snap. as pain goes. Because it's, well, I mean, your stomach is stretched out to begin with. Yeah. And then they take it down to that size again. Yeah. And then you overeat and it will literally stretch it back out. It'll be so painful. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because, you know, you got to figure it's you've already taken out a lot of the elasticity mm -hmm. by cutting it out like that. Are you, man, I so, have so many questions for you, if that's okay, about all this. Yeah, like, fine. Would you, if you could, would you want to see mm -hmm. like a, a video review or video recording, video review, video recording of it? Like, would you want to see them do this to you? Obviously, you'll be asleep. After I woke up, because it's weird. I, I, I've lived all over the country, and I grew up working on a farm part-time. And I worked on a... Uh, at a farrowing barn is what okay. it's called. It's where it's where you breed the pigs. Mm -hmm. So you'd breed them and you'd take care of the little ones until they get to a certain age and you'd ship them out. And I've I've seen a lot of stuff. I can do yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah. I've hunted. I fished. Mm -hmm. I know what it's like to take a life. Yeah. Of and an animal. You go through the whole process. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, this took a turn. Oh my gosh. Chelsea, <laughs> I need help. <laughs> this dude clarify. on the internet just told me knows what it's like to take a life. This clarify. is where it all ends. This is where it all yeah. ends. This guy knows where I live. <laughs> yeah. 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 Let me clarify. An animal. Of an animal. <laughs> yeah. But when it comes to like explaining that stuff to me, mm -hmm. it's. I, I get queasy. Yeah, because it, it's, it's you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, I've never. My ex-wife was a, a nurse, or is a nurse, I guess. Yeah. And I spent a lot of time working in. Uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, volunteering mm -hmm. at the old folks' home she worked at. There was dementia patients and all this and that. And some of the stuff you'd walk in there and it's just like, what is going on here? No doubt. You know, it's, it, it takes, I mean, I can't stand her cause she's my ex-wife, honestly. Obviously. But I give her, I give any nurse, anybody that works in that kind of medical field. Day in, nurse. day out. Are you kidding because me? Because I can't, it's something I can't do. No, I'm I don't probably volunteer and doing stuff, you know, mm -hmm. playing board games, you know, watching them play the Wii, yeah. yeah, you know, back in the day, <laughs> mm -hmm. golfing and all that stuff. But I just, it's just, I can't, that's something. Truck driving and, and, and medical field are like two very highly classified, specialized mm -hmm. walks of life. Yeah, no doubt, man. So you go, you, you talked about how this is like a bit of a six month journey. I imagine, is that like, is that when you basically decided that this was a thing that you're going to be looking to do or like, what's the, been, what's the journey like? I've been wanting to do it for years. Yeah. Um, and 
my fiance was like against it. She's like, oh, it's, you're, you're quitting and blah, 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 this and that. There are other ways to do it. Yeah. And I agree with her to a point. Sure. You know, I mean, I'd lost over a hundred pounds right before COVID hit. Yeah. I got down to under 300 pounds mm-hmm. and then COVID hit and then they shut everything down. You know? How did you do and, that? How did you lose that weight and how did you feel? Planet Fitness. Oh, really? And Planet Fitness and uh, we were doing keto. Oh, wow. Yeah, man. Did that just go away? Did keto, is keto still around? Are people still doing keto? Keto's still around. That's actually part of what I'm doing here. It's a lot of no carbos, no carbs, high protein. That's what I would do. I could get on board with keto, I think. Yeah. There's a lot of kale. They say you're not supposed to do it a long time. Not really. A lot of. A lot of meat. Yeah, I could do. I could just do meat. Just give me like like meat sweats sausage, all day long. I'll do yeah, that. Sausage and sausage bacon and you just hamburger. get full really quickly. Is that the idea? Like you just pretty much. Yeah, I mean and, like like we would do. Uh, we could we buy special noodles if I want noodles. Sure. Yeah. Um, we can get special fajita like uh, taco soft taco shells. Mm-hmm. This stuff's really pricey. Because no it's, it's lower carb, like seriously low carb, like a third of the carbs we get normally. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. Or it's like a, you go to Wendy's and you order a double keto style. Oh, and they, I didn't even know this was an of, option. Yeah. Instead of instead of a bun, yeah. they give you two big pieces of lettuce. Oh, yes, yes, yes. For your for your bun and you hold it there and you, it's sloppy as shit. Yeah, well, Chelsea uh Chelsea would get that for burgers as well for uh for gluten-free. They would mm-hmm. just they would say I guess same idea, maybe two different reasons for it, but yeah, same idea. Yeah, those yeah. those lettuce wrapped burgers are they're definitely messy, man. <laughs> but Oh yeah. I probably I mean I could look into something like that. I mean, if I'm going to go to maybe I, McDonald's doesn't do this though. I got to tell you, I don't, don't think they? I don't I don't think so. I, I guess think? I haven't really asked, but um, I'm sure if you ask, they probably have some sort just, of like... I'm just like, on my Diet Coke diet, man. That's it. That's <laughs> I gave up pop a while ago. Uh, like I used yeah, to be a big Mountain Dew drinker. Sure. Oh Mountain my gosh. Dew. I remember the first time I had Mountain Dew. I thought it was like not even fair. And like, I don't know, maybe some people don't like Mountain Dew, but like we didn't have like treats at all growing up. Like we were mm-hmm. just like... Our cereal was Cheerios and Shreddies. And I don't even know how many oh. of those are only in oh. Canada or whatever. But the thing is, if my parents were always like say that it was for like health reasons, but it was just because it was the cheaper cereal. It was dirt cheap cereal because they had no problem with us dumping like sugar, sugar. on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> He would all settle to the bottom. My brother would scoop it up at the end. Yeah, like, exactly. You get, you get the Cheerios and like your spread sugar. It doesn't look like there's anything on there because it's not sticking. Exactly. Exactly. The, 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 the trick was is to stick your spoon all the way down, gouge out a pound of sugar. And when you're coming up, you grab a couple of Cheerios. And God, eat that's it. terrible. Like that's actually like it makes my like teeth. It feels like my teeth are going to like fall out as I'm as I'm remembering this because that was a very real thing. And oh, I yeah. call BS. All, all kids went through that. Oh, the, oh the, well, I'm glad. That, that makes me feel a little bit better, I think, because it's, like, a little embarrassing. You, so like, you, drink the milk, and then, like, you see, like, that brown or, like, yes. sludge, something with sugar. Well, and we had, we had like, clear glass bowls, too. Like, we wouldn't even have, like, oh. so you could see it just, like, settle. You could see a ring at the bottom. You could just oh, see yeah. it all settle, just this sediment of, of sugar. brown. Because we would do brown sugar as well, which I found out later was really? weird. Yeah, exactly. I used to oatmeal, but yeah. I never used it on cereal we just put it on everything like we just had a you know unless it's like cinnamon toast crunch and then it's like oh my with more sugar (laughs) yeah (laughs) keep dumping it in here i wonder if this is helpful right before everything's going on here okay so you were going what were you doing at planet fitness everything um i had uh 
I, I had the top tier, so I got access to the personal trainer. Yeah, good for you. And he like set you're me in up it, with, man. Uh, That's like commitment, yeah. dude. Yeah, it was. I mean, I loved it. I, I've always been a physical guy. Mm-hmm. I played football. Yeah, I ran track in mm-hmm. high school. Shot put discus. We did the hundred meter, two hundred meter. We had a shot put relay team, mile relay team. Yeah. You know, so we do a quarter mile around the track, you know, and we'd run three miles a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you know, no like joke. Hour. Every day, that's no. Yeah. No, we'd had two day practices for track. And we'd do a mile and a half in the morning, mile and a half at night. Mm-hmm. If you were long distance, obviously you did longer. You yeah. just needed the stamina. But I was a, I <laughs> when was I was in school, that was long distance. If you did like five k, like three k or three miles, is about the, is about five k. Like if you did yeah. that, like. That was the long distance runners back when I was. Yeah, in well, we had the guys high. that would. They, if, if that's what they, that was their specialty. Mm-hmm. They'd do like three or four miles in the morning oh and three my or four gosh. miles at night. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and uh, then we had PE two, which our our track and assistant football coach was also our gym teacher. Yeah. So we had PE two class, which was weightlifting. So, oh wow. You know, I mean, there was, I was working out three or four times a day. During How school. big was your school? Like how many people were there? Because like I went to a small school. We didn't have any of this stuff. There was like, like a there, field. We, I went back. to a small, I went to a small country school. Oh, when wow. High school. Yeah. Yeah. I we mean, I'm all this up. stuff. I, I graduated with like third and fourth generation families. Oh, wow. That grew up together. Yeah. You know, like my grandfather, my great grandparents lived there, but they built the church in our town. That's awesome. You know, so, I mean, it's like uh, a very, very small-knit community. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, there was three, four generations of, of families. That's Everybody unreal. Yeah. I got pulled over one time, leaving high school, and by the time I got home, my parents knew about it. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah. And this was before cell phones. Mm-hmm. hmm You know, <laughs> this was like in 96. <laughs> Where, and are you not there you anymore? Know? Like, you've moved all over? You're, you're nowhere near there now? I live uh, 120 miles south of there in the okay. Detroit area. Yeah. Oh my gosh, man! So, so were like were video games involved back then? Like I feel as if you can't get them there, but like where? When did you get? Oh no, we get uh, into that. We I grew up all over the country. Yeah. Um, my dad worked for uh, GM. He retired from there for skill trades. Mm-hmm. But in the early 80s, the auto industry went to hell in a handbasket. Okay. So he joined the military. Yeah. And we lived out to California for four years, moved back to Michigan. And they had a deal with the union back in the day where if you left because they didn't have work, when you came back, they'd give you work. Mm-hmm. The only thing they had available was Terrytown, New York, where they built the aluminum minivans. Oh, wow. So we moved out to New York. Mm-hmm. Wait, what was California like? How was California? Loved it. Did you? It where was, where we about? lived at a military base uh, around Fisherman's Wharf, around uh, what's that big golf course out there? Um like Palm Springs? Uh, yes. Okay. No, 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 no. I don't even know um, if that's out there to be honest with you. <laughs> you know, Palm Springs is, but no, this is a, right on the ocean. Um, Man, there's I need a to massive Tiger Woods. golf course out there. Okay. Anyway, Comments anyway, it's one of the most famous ones. We lived around there, Fort yeah. California. Yeah. So San Francisco Bay Area, kind of. Oh, nice. Yeah. A little south of there. Mm-hmm. Um, so was moving seven. devastating? Like you didn't want to move, then you learned to like it? Like what, like what were the detachments from where you were where you were raised? Back in the 80s, it was different because you had like, you didn't have cell phones, you didn't have computers. So keeping right. in contact was a lot of letter writing. Oh, okay. My mom, my parents were, my mom was constantly writing letters yeah. back home. 
and then we get our Christmas packages, usually for our grandparents or something. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody ever came and visited us. Yeah. Um, because back then, my my grandparents they still had kids in school. Oh wow! Just because they had like yeah. fourteen kids or something. No, my dad was the oldest boy. Yeah. On my dad's side, and uh, his younger brothers were quite a bit younger. Mm-hmm. Like my 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 dad's youngest brother. It's only like six or seven years older than me. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And then my mom side, she had two older brothers, but she had a younger sister that's like 10 years older. Mm-hmm. So um, a couple oopsies, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. But they still had kids in school. So, I mean, you know, they're relatively young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was weird. California was awesome. I loved it. Um. Growing up, we'd send pictures, like, we'd take Christmas pictures and send them back home to the family. Like, we're all in, like, tank tops and shorts in the December. <laughs> yeah, know, they got, like, freaking two feet of snow mm-hmm, <laughs> up mm-hmm. in Michigan, you know. And you knew it, too. You knew what you left. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I was, yeah. like, five, six years old. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay. So, you probably don't even really have too many memories before that, really. Uh, well, it's kind of morbid. My uh, earliest memory when I was, like, I think it was one of my my grand my mom's father's uh, funeral. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I had I a similar thing like that too. I remember my my mom's dad passed away before any of us were born, and uh, my mom's mom remarried um, shortly after that, or some, at some point after that. Um, mm-hmm. So the the person she remarried to was the only like sort of grandparent I knew on that side. Yeah. But I Thank remember you. I remember him passing away, and I, it was probably about the same. Yeah. Same age, honestly, it was probably about yeah. four. It was like it was one of my first memories, um, yeah. and it was a big deal because we got on a plane to go to the funeral. And like I mm-hmm. remember, it's so weird. I want to, rem- I want to like look at it. This is something very verifiable because like he he passed away. Like this, I can I can actually look this up, um, mm-hmm. and I can find out what how old I would have been. But I remember my parents telling me that he went up to heaven to go to sleep, and mm. I remember asking like, when is he going to wake up? You know, like I remember yeah. like having a very, it was a very childish, very like innocent mm-hmm. kind of like response to it. And I remember now, now growing up many, many years later and going like, I, I realized what my parents were trying to do by like kind of being like, like they were, they were telling me like that he was, he went up to heaven. That's great. Like, but I didn't understand what the heck that, that meant. Yeah. I didn't understand what it meant to be just going to sleep. And I also didn't understand like why everyone was so sad, but I remember yeah. all of that, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I want to look that yeah. up now. Yeah. yeah, see, I got I got pretty lucky with that deal. My up until a couple years ago now, I hadn't lost another grandparent. Oh wow! Yeah, my mom's mom or my dad. Excuse me, my dad's mother uh, recently passed away. So my youngest, Harper, I want to say I think she was like three, mm-hmm. and now every time she goes by a cemetery, she's like, yeah, "That's where my that's where my grandma lives." Yeah. You know? Yeah. So she's going through that now. Yeah. But uh my my mom's mom my birthday's April 19th and my mom's mom my grandma Turk her birthday's we share the same birthday. Mhm. Well, my dad's mother my other grandma passed away on my birthday. Oh, oh, a couple man. years ago. Oh. So it's like it's kind of it's kind of weird. Yeah. You know? It's like it was always a special day cuz my grandma that was the firstborn grandson on both sides. Yeah. You know, so my grandma's like, oh, yeah, we share the same birthday. Well, then my other grandma passed away on my birthday. So it's kind of like, 
I mean, weird. part of it is like, I think you just have a ton of family. Uh, so maybe some of these dates are just going to like coincide, you know, maybe that's because even, um, what is it? Your dad has the same birthday as Ellie and Halo Day, I think. November In, 15th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's wild, dude. I love that. <laughs> and now at least we can re remind each other that maybe, yeah. hey, are we we're supposed to like celebrate at least one thing today? Like, have yeah, we forgotten exactly. we can remind ourselves? Yeah. Yeah. Nice, man. So yeah, you, so you're moving all over like that. I feel like whenever mm -hmm. I talk to somebody who's moved kind of like all over the place, you just end up being like super adaptable. Like, do you find yourself, you just like, you put oh, yeah. yourself in a situation I can, like, I, can, I guess I'll I can, handle I can this. walk into any situation. I'll make friends. I'll bet. Yeah. I'm, yeah. A, I'm a born leader. I can just, uh, I can get along with anybody. Yeah. That's amazing. I have mean, absolutely no problems doing that. It's like, like when I moved out to New York, our school out there, I was still in elementary school and I moved out there. But mm -hmm. when I got to junior high, we had like 3,000 kids. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was, this, that was like three grades. One of those schools. And it was massive. It was like three, four stories. Seriously. You know, I was mm -hmm. a nobody out there. It was like, uh, and I was a minority. It yeah. was just really a suburb of New York City. Mm -hmm. So we weren't in the city, but we were, we were within spitting distance, mm -hmm. you know, close enough. Yeah. But uh, that's where we, uh. Well, I was into video games before that because, like I said, like the earlier, uh, twenty six hundred and seventy eight hundred Atari. Yeah, and even before wow. that, we started playing Pong. Yeah, and my one great uncle had like a gas station, service station, that deal thing, and he had arcade machines. That's the best. So it was like he'd turn them on for me. I didn't have to put quarters on. That's you know? like he just flipped the switch. I played Donkey Kong, you know, Space Invaders. Yeah. All that stuff there when you're hanging out, you know, get a deli sandwich, you know, there. But uh unlimited but yeah, arcade, yeah. there's nothing like it, man. No. Like, you know, and my kids have tablets now and they can get unlimited apps yes. and like they, yes. they they just this is me, old man yelling at the clouds, like they'll never know, man. They'll never we had like unlimited one game. Like we could play mm -hmm. Pac-Man like over and over and over mm -hmm. again. And it's oh Pretty my much. gosh. That is so yeah. good. And of course at a gas station. Like you just gotta mm -hmm. you gotta park your butt there and spend all your your entire summer over yeah, and over same game. Up there, yeah, you know, man. Within mm -hmm. walking distance. Oh, that's the best. <laughs> that's the best. And like thank goodness for I don't know. I don't I, maybe sometimes adults were just trying to like keep the kids busy or who knows what, but what they ended up doing, maybe unbeknownst to them, is like just giving giving us such awesome memories and probably like changing our lives and in, to a certain extent, anyways, in terms of what mm -hmm. we're going to be interested in and how we're just going to go yep. about the world. But I don't know, man. I have very similar memories. My dad worked at the um, at the Boys and Girls Club here. He was the executive director in the city. And, um, yeah, on the weekends, he would just open up the club for us. There was two arcades and free Ms. Pac-Man, free, I think it was Circus Circus, I think it was called, some weird arcade thing. Okay. And that was like, there's, if you have unlimited anything where, and especially for us, like we just didn't have – we didn't have like even like limited quantity things. We had like no things, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so to go from that to like, yeah, just park your butt in front of this Ms. Pac-Man thing forever. That was the best. It's awesome. Ms. Pac-Man was pretty hot when it came out too. And I think that was around the time the cartoon was out, wasn't it? Because they have a Pac-Man cereal. Oh, everything had cereal. Everything had cartoons. Like everything. Was, yeah. I, I don't think, I don't know if that's the case now. It seems like just I still think Pac-Man had a cartoon. Yeah. And I think Ms. Pac-Man was part of it. It was like a big thing when it came out. I, I vaguely remember. I think I had like six channels, man. I'm like, <laughs> I like missed on so much, so much TV back in the day. I, I remember like, mm -hmm. I, I think I was probably like 12, 13 years old. And I met this kid and he was like big into watching Sports Center. 
And I'm like, yeah. what, what's that? Like, yeah. I, I couldn't, it didn't even have like, in, it can't, it's TSN, the sports no. network. We didn't have ESPN or anything. Yeah. See, I don't think we had, I don't think we had cable yeah. for the long, well, when, I remember when my dad was in the military, mm-hmm. they had cable out there, but the cable was weird because we had that massive old TV and like that friggin' oak frame. Same here, same right? here. You used to sit on that thing, man. <laughs> and up until we moved out there, we had, we were the remote controls. Yep. You go push the button, and he mm-hmm. had like three or four channels. The rest were all fuzzy. Yeah. But they had like one of the first cable setups out there, and it was it was like a coax screwed in the back of your TV with this long cable, and they had like a brick. Mm-hmm. They had like faux wood on it, and it had buttons, like big buttons you like push for like each channel. Ka-chunk. It was like boom, yeah. ka-choom, ka-choom, <laughs> yeah, and it went through man. like HBO, mm-hmm. you know, That's pretty stuff good. like that, you know. Back in the day on the military base. Yeah, but that's awesome. That was one of the few, few perks they had out there. <laughs> yeah, what else was it like? Like, It wasn't wasn't a great time? It, it was. The military, you know, especially back then, they didn't pay a whole lot. Yeah. You know, um, it was a lot of buying stuff uh, at the commissary where you'd get, like, uh, powdered potatoes, and powdered mm-hmm. milk, you know, a lot of that stuff, like yeah. government cheese. You know, you buy everything right there on base, really at a decent price because they didn't pay you a whole lot. So mm-hmm. was he doing you know, trades failing. for the military or like, did they... he got in, he started getting in trades there. Yeah. yeah. He was the machinist. That's awesome. You know, started learning that stuff. So that way when he got out, cause he had a plan. Yeah. You know, when he got out, he wanted to have a, a, a skill mm-hmm. to at least be able to test into. Yeah. Which, which worked out for once we got out in New York. Yeah. You know. Was he always going to be like in California? Was there ever a risk that he'd get deployed or anything like that? It, almost came down to the point where uh, they were talking about Germany. What? And they were going to ship him over to Germany, but the thing is that we'd have to stay until they had a place for us in Germany. So yeah. we'd be separated. And if we were separated for too long, like if he was in Germany too long before he could secure housing for us, we had to move off the military base. Mm-hmm. Because like there was a saying back then, and probably still is, if, if the army wanted you to have a family, they'd uh, issue you one. Oh my god, that is so harsh. Yeah. Well, my dad's one of my dad's buddies, his wife was nine months pregnant and they had to go play war games out in the middle of the desert with live ammo and stuff. And she went into labor. He didn't get this and he they were gone for like three weeks. Oh my gosh. He didn't get to see his his kid and they didn't bring him back in. You know, it was like yeah. they, they were practicing, mm-hmm. you know. Because luckily it was during peacetime. I you feel know, like much. I feel like sometimes for people who are maybe outside of those types of situations, you mm-hmm. might look at that and go, well, y'all know what you signed up for. Yeah. Is exactly. that the case? Like, I don't know if that's a fair thing to say. <sighs> it is and it isn't. I mean, if it's yeah. during wartime, it's one time that one thing. Right. But I mean, if it's during and see, even back in the 80s, everybody was much more about hard case. Okay. You know, whereas from what I have been told, you know, obviously I've never been through it myself, mm-hmm. but like the, your drill sergeants aren't allowed to like smack the crap out of you anymore. Yeah. Yeah. They can use words up to a point, mm-hmm. but they can't. And that's just what I've been told. Yeah. You no, know, I think whether I'm that's true thing. or not, I don't know. Yeah. You know, I'm not there. I haven't lived it. Unfortunately, I, I wanted to serve my country, but I went another route instead. Yeah. You want, would you want to fight? Like you'd want to like grab a gun and and if I had infantry. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I, what I, drives I, that? I hoped it. A sense of we're, we're very, I, I look at it as we're very lucky here. Yeah. Yep. Especially in, in the U.S., North mm-hmm. America in general. I yep. mean, I think Canada is a pretty peaceful place as well. Yeah. We just um, don't talk about all our violence. We just keep yeah. it pretty hush hush. Yeah. 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 Like people are out, you know, fighting to the death out in the streets right now. We just don't really. Yeah. <laughs> Fight Club got the rules from Canada, actually. I heard that the murder rate is pretty low in Canada, but the hunting accidents are pretty through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, well, it's funny. We have a, we have a family down the street, like just around the corner, um, big hunting family. And, uh, you know, in, we're in like just the definition of the suburbs. And mm-hmm. so there's this, uh, yeah, hunting family down around the corner and they, they'll, they'll come back with their, um, with their, with their prizes and just like a head on the driveway, just <laughs> bleeding down the sidewalk, just like, cool. We're going to go play Pokemon go. If that's all right. Like that, that's a corpse basically that you've just got right here. And you're like, maybe you'll get around to hosing it down. I'm sure. But yeah. They, yeah. Next spring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's fun. In there the rest of the winter. It's one. It, this is funny. It's like, I, I don't know if it's funny or not, but it's middle of summer. It's like hot as hell, at least for us. And yeah, you just look over, you're like, and you kind of do like a double take. You're like, don't see that every day. This is straight up. Yep. Moose's head or elk head or something. I don't even know. Oh, Jesus. You can't even, can't even help but just like, I'm just staring at it. I'm just like waiting for my kids to just get like, you know, get one glimpse at it. But they never really seemed to have an issue, honestly. Like we just kind of kept going. But I was like, really? Like, is that, you know, they're very proud about it, I guess. Yeah. But, but anyways, um, enough about the dead animals on my street. Um, <laughs> what, uh, yeah. So things are pretty good. This kind of drives some sort of, yeah, Duty. I mean, I, I just think, I, yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, you know, and a lot of it was I followed. I always looked up to my dad because he was always a man's man. Yeah, you know, he always did what he had to do to support his family. Has he passed? We were on? fortunate. Enough. No, he's alive. Oh, okay, okay. Um, we were very fortunate to where we were like the modern, back in the days, like the 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 modern family. Like my mom was a stay at home mom. Hmm. My dad did what he had to do. Like when we moved out to New York, he got laid off like three or four times from GM. Yeah. It was just up and down, but they still continued to pay for him to go to college for a skill mm-hmm. trade. And I watched that man work three, four part-time jobs. Yeah. To support it. I mean, he literally delivered papers. We worked at, he worked at the Poughkeepsie Journal as a security guard. Mm-hmm. And then to make even more money on the side, he went and delivered papers to the paper boys. Yeah. And he worked at a, uh, at an Italian family's, um, shop, machine shop Mm -hmm. on the side as well. And then he had a few other jobs, you know, and it was just that he did what he had to do to support his family. And how many kids? How many kids? How many brothers and sisters do you have? I got a younger brother. Yeah. He's four years younger than me. Yeah. And did you, like, I'm very curious when, because you're obviously speaking about this in a very certain way, very admirable way. Seems mm-hmm. to have taught you a bit about, you know, work ethic and things like that. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Is that, was that your, your sort of understanding of it as it was happening? Or were you like, why yeah. isn't he ever here? Like, I'm very curious about that. No, yeah. no. I mean, the thing is, is he, he did that. Plus he went to college full time. Yeah. So when he wasn't working, he'd be up in the bedroom locked away at a, uh, 
drafting table. Yeah. Doing his schematics and different stuff for different machine parts, you know, and 3D and this mm-hmm. and that. And he was he got a 4.0. He's on the dean's list. Wow. You know, so that's just the way I was raised, and that's the way I, I was I was expected to to be. So is he kind of like, I mean, he's obviously he works working with his hands in the trades, but is he also like kind yeah. of techie as well? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Holy crap. Jack of all trades. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, I mean, he got us our first computer. Yeah. It was really funny is that uh, right before we moved back to Michigan, I was going to be in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had one of those traveling door salesmen. It was like some young college girl. And for Encyclopedia Britannica. Oh, classic. Yeah. So between my mom and dad, this girl talked him into, and my dad's always one of those guys where you go big or go home, right? Mm-hmm. So he got the whole Encyclopedia Britannica, leather bound, gold trim. Mm-hmm. And it came, and he got all the bonus classic novels too, like another whole set. Yeah. Of like everything from Play-Doh to a sauce, just the whole, the whole gambit of classic yeah. works, leather bound, right, and shrink wrap. We get those things. We get news that there's a position open in New York or back in Michigan. So we come back home, unpack all those, and like a year later, between my eighth grade and freshman year of high school, he gets a, was it Hewitt Packard? Oh yeah. <laughs> It was Hewitt Packard. There was another one. It was like a cow. It was like it looked like a freaking cow on the side. It was like an emblem. A gateway. Gateway used to be a gateway. Cow. Yeah. Gateway. Mm-hmm. He got a gateway computer. Yeah. And that came, thing came with the friggin' CD of this. Like, <laughs> and a color printer. Yeah. Which is amazing <laughs> to think that, like, the CD ROM of the encyclopedia was the thing that was going to, you know, be the superior thing. And now we think about that going like, they're all out of date. Like the instantly yeah. that the, the, they print them. I, do yeah. they still have those? We still got them. Yeah, still yeah. Got them. I mean, that's got to be because he got it from like the when he worked at the news the newspaper. They had like these huge metal containers or like shelves, right? Yeah. They all interstock on top yeah. of each other. The things weigh a ton. I'll bet. And they have like big glass cabinet drawers you could lift up and push in, mm-hmm. or pull out and set down. They seal. Yeah. Like, We've still got that whole. I mean, you open those things up, and they, you can smell that leather. Just oh, I actually want it. Most of the classic <laughs> novels are still yeah. in shrink wrap. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm taking those someday. Did you ever just use them read. for like school or anything, or like research projects? Briefly or for yeah. like for like one year <laughs> when you got them. Um, we, yeah, we we moved back to, between seventh and eighth grade. Was we we ended? I ended my seventh grade year. Mm-hmm. By the end of the summer, we got news we were moving. So when I moved back to Michigan. They were already a year into the school year. Yeah. So I used them for that year. Mm-hmm. Like any projects I had, I was able to use them. Yeah. The next year we got the friggin' computer. Yeah. You oh know? my gosh. I loved like, what was it? Do you remember like getting it in the house? Like what were the first things that you did with it? I remember like when we, we got a computer. I remember my dad bringing it home and um, it was definitely supposed to be for, uh, for like homework and stuff and word processing mm-hmm. about the printer with like the, mm-hmm. the, the, shreds on the, or the tracks on the side, yep. like a dot matrix yep, yep. printer. Um, yep. but we had a friend across the street. We had a family friend that my dad, my dad's the kind of guy who like, he'll just, he'll just stop and go like, he'll find something just based on whatever the person is either wearing or driving or whatever and go like, mm-hmm. I know something about that. 
And he just goes mm-hmm. up and talks to him like, hey, I like your trailer. I'll just talk to you about your, your mm-hmm. RV or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he had a friend across the street who worked for like the local telecoms company, which meant that he was a genius with computers. And then there's another guy down the street who gave us all his, um, his uh, counterfeit games, his, all his bootleg games of um, Commander Keen on, on computer and stuff. But anyways, the first thing that we saw, we fired up this computer and the first thing was, um, was a terrible version of Pac-Man, actually. Um, mm. As it as it turns out, but that, I remember that very vividly, vividly thinking like, "What even is this thing? Where did it come from?" And I guess now we're playing Pac Man with this keyboard. Okay, this is interesting. It seemed like a, like the Atari version of it. Like instead of dots, yeah. it was like lines. Yeah, 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 yep, yeah. yep. yep, yep. Mm-hmm. One of the first things we uh, my dad we did my dad brought home Wolfenstein. Oh my gosh! Yes. On the the not the massive. What was it? What size were they called? What size were they? Three and a half inch floppies, the hard plastic ones. Five and a quarter, I think, were the black ones. Okay, and then, yeah, yeah three, three, and, three and, a half. and a half, I think. Yeah, with the small plastic ones. Yeah, he brought home like I think it came like on one or two of those. Yeah, it's like one point four four megabytes. Those things. Yes. <laughs> and then wild, like, the next game he brought home was Doom. Yeah. And then you there was to, another one because you had you had free you had shareware versions you yes. had like basically they were like yes. demo and then you can like you know buy the we rest of the, the game we, yeah we had the full version yeah oh man we, we played them like I mean he he got a so copy violent. from our buddy at work or whatever mm-hmm. at GM and yeah. he brought those home and then he brought home another uh, some classic pilot game hmm. it was like this old time was ace. it flight simulator or like a no, like a fighter it, game. It was an old, I think it was based off an old guy that was literally an old flying ace in some war. Oh, cool. And you could go all the way through from like the biplanes up to, at the time, like the modern jet fighters. And you Mm -hmm. could fight Nazis or whoever else they were fighting in those games. Yeah, all the time. You know? Yeah. I freaking loved it. You know? Oh my gosh. And of course, dude. it was like, for me, it was an inverted because you pushed down. Thank you. The down arrow to go up. Yes. And pushed it to like, you know, it took me a little bit to get used to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, but it was like real. Like if you had a joystick. Yes, we did. Plane. Yeah. Know, that's exactly what you have to do. That was the thing I think we upgraded the most on our computer was that was the joystick situation. Because mm-hmm. we were always trying to find, like, I don't know about you, but like we were, we were having game pads and joysticks way before USB was a thing. Mm-hmm. And so, like mm-hmm. that means it was super unreliable. Like people, like you plug something into USB and it just works, and you're like, mm-hmm. the, the computer goes like, I know exactly what that is. I'm gonna go download the drivers for you. Everything works like perfect. Like no, yep. um, <laughs> you need to like shut the computer down, plug it in, wait the 14 minutes for the damn thing to boot up, and then hope that it actually recognizes the gamepad or whatever. So yeah, like see, that's what I always wanted. I always wanted a gamepad. Yeah, and a Gravis gamepad, man, mm-hmm. because we had. From the day we got our our NES, and you got that that first controller, yeah, because like, it was because like the the Ataris, you always had some sort of joystick. Yep. You either had that one with the buttons on the two sides, or the square one with the tall one, like the the OG one. Yep. The button know? on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you got the NES. I was like, oh wow, I got the the D pad. That's so much better. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, at first you're like, what the heck is this? And you realize, oh, this is a lot better than that joystick. Definitely. Know? For the most part, like, there, you know, if, yeah. if you're playing, I, a lot of what I remember playing back then was a lot of flying games. 
But yeah. like, we, we play like the like like there was a lot of helicopter games, like an Apache game I remember playing, and mm. like a lot of Star Wars stuff. Star Wars was like oh, okay. it was yeah, a yeah. huge uh, X Wing and Tie Fighter and stuff like that. Yeah. So Mech Warrior, a lot of like uh, whether mm-hmm. you're flying or you're like you know driving a giant mech or whatever, you're always doing something. But I think when you got on like the ground, it didn't make sense to be using or at least for me, it didn't make sense to be using a joystick for like no. Doom or Wolfenstein. Yeah. That was <laughs> somehow it made yeah. more sense to be using a keyboard for mm-hmm. that. But yeah, once you mm-hmm. got into USB land, it was like, okay, this is actually like I remember reading in PC Gamer about how many devices you could connect with USB because you could just have like hubs after hubs after hubs. It would just like keep going oh, okay. on and on forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, like it's just it's fun to remember when things weren't as easy. But at the same time, like mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to really go back. Like it's it's fun to think yeah. about it because we didn't yeah. know any different. But we know way better now. It'd be hard oh, to go back. Like, man. I remember my first video game, well, the first computer game I ever played was back in elementary school mm-hmm. when we first moved out to New York, I think it was in third grade, and was like, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Oh, dude, or... where in time? Where in time when's Carmen San Diego? Yep. That's when we had, and it was impossible. Like, I didn't know how to beat m- most of these games. Like, beating games, completing a game, not a thing. Well, before house. that, it was, it, was, it, was, it was Carmen San Diego and yep. Oregon Trail. Oh, Chelsea loves that. I never got that one. I never had that one. And they had, Chelsea they loves had that the one. big, each computer station, there was me, it was you and a friend mm-hmm. in computer class. It was like first oh, computer yeah. class with the old mm-hmm. Macs. Mm-hmm. And you had this <laughs> huge three ring binder. Yep. And it had like 20 friggin' of those big black floppy disks in yep. it. Yep. And you do it a little bit and be like, okay, take out blah, blah, blah. So you'd have to take that one out, put it in a slot one. Yeah, slot to stick Isn't that it wild in. Too? Yeah, even while the computer was on, you'd open up the uh-huh. slot and pull the yep. pull the disc out. That's and right. Put the disc in and then hit enter or the space bar. Or oh, so you're totally right. Yeah, <laughs> way before Final Fantasy VII. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's so true. So I was like, you started playing those were the first computer games we yeah. played. It was like holy crap, and they were all written on DOS. Mm-hmm. You know, and which is weird because when I got into high school, our school finally got a computer lab. And we started out with Windows 3.1. Yeah. And DOS. Yeah, man. So we could, we could, they were still teaching computer programming, basic computer programming, you know, in my freshman year of high school. Yeah. I feel like you if know? you, if you had to interface with DOS at all, you were basically like learning how to, pro- like you, you were speaking a language. Yeah, to, 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 to navigate through DOS. Like you weren't like yep. clicking on anything. It was like no. you kind of had to think in your mind how this worked, like what your yeah. what your hierarchy of your folders was and everything, or how you'd rename it. Yeah. Like you'd have to know. It was like a, I didn't think I've ever really put this together, but it was kind of like one of those like text RPGs where you yeah. like tell like, look at watch or like yeah. grab this, like go up. Like that's what going, that's what DOS was like. Yeah. Like CD, whatever. Was like we had that at first. And then by the time we graduated, I think they'd updated to where they, they kind of like, they got rid of DOS. Yeah. It was like Windows 97, I think is what it was. Yeah. The year I graduated. Was there a 97? There's 95. 95 and 97. Yeah. I'm it just going to say yes. It must have been 95 now. first. Yeah, 95 and then 98. Graduated, we stopped. They no longer had DOS. I don't think you really had access to it. Yeah. And, and unless you're a power user, we had get DOS, back in there. It was 95, then it was 97. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. I mean, that's it's just wild to think about. Now we're now we're whatever. Now we got these phones that are more powerful than the rockets that go to the moon. Mm-hmm. It's good yep. stuff, man. Well, where did um you know? I feel like we're doing like a, a Pulp Fiction kind of version of your story, which I'm really enjoying. Um, <laughs> you mentioned before about 40 minutes ago um, that you were athletic. You were doing. You're playing mm-hmm. the football. You're doing all the things. Yeah. Where did that all kind of take a turn to now we're kind of in a situation where you're, you're looking at this, this procedure. Um, I was, I guess I was, I was following my dad's footsteps except for the military thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm a person that I set goals and I reach them. I took time for, away from college to start working at a factory in our area. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to go here. I'm going to start out and I'm going to get into school trades. And I did two years I got into I took a test and they offered three spots and I got one of them and mm-hmm. I took pipe fitting yep I got was like 20 21 and I went from making not a lot to like damn near $30 an hour yeah man I went and friggin', uh, bought myself a new pickup I bought myself a house yeah and then three months later I got my pink slip oh man yeah yeah so and everyone, was that pretty I, typical? Was that a lot of people kind of having a similar road? Was at, it the economy? Time, what happened? It was it was uh, early two thousands? Okay, and the economy went to hell, the auto, yeah. especially the auto industry. Yeah, there was like twelve different factories up in my area that were closing. Wow. Um, luckily, I have an agricultural background, mm-hmm. and I went back to work for some farmer friends, and I was collecting unemployment and cash under the table. You know, yeah. so I was getting by, but then. You know, winter comes and, you know, so I got into a foundry and they were playing the deal where 90 days to make the union, 89th day, I worked and worked a double. Yeah. They laid me off the end of the shift. Oh, wow. You know, so um, (laughs) I kept looking, I kept looking for jobs, openings, and everything was either medical field or truck driving. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I have, you know, I'm used to driving tractors and big equipment, you know, payloaders and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, well, uh, my cousin had started driving truck. He worked at the factory with me. He'd start when he got a CDL a few months previous. We talked. I'm like, okay, well, I'll go to the school and I'll get my CDL team, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm just going to do this for a year or two. Now, here we go, 27 years later. (laughs) A year or three decades yeah, pretty much. Speaking of um, like adaptability, man, you know, like just that, I think that's a, a pretty good encapsulation of that. You, you move all over the country as a, as a kid growing up and then you do what you got to do to like, I guess I'll be a trucker now. Like I was planning on doing this, but sure. I'll like, what was even like learning how to drive a truck? Like, it, well, like I said, I had a little bit of a background where I, I, <laughs> I drove Can't be myself exactly to, the same though. It's got to be a little I drove different. My, I drove myself to driver's ed, <laughs> you know, in high school. Like in a truck? Oh, well, oh, okay, for a car. Yeah, I got vehicle, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've been driving. That makes sense. Like that makes sense to me. That makes, you know? yeah. If you're if you're growing up in a, in a place where you're driving a tractor all over the place, like that kind of, I feel that's that's kind of part of the gig. It's. I mean, and I'd driven some like tandems and stuff like exactly. that. I never driven yeah. a whole eighteen wheeler. Well, that's know? the jump I'm trying to get to here. Dude. It's, like, it's like it. It's just. It's, it's like amazing. a tractor eighteen wheeler. You know, yeah, they basically. A, you know, it's a, it's amazingly. <laughs> it, 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 
common sense. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you you got to have common sense when you're driving this stuff. Is there like a truck simulator game out there? I feel like I'm think- there's got to be something like that. Like a well, like Schneider a sim- had an actual actual simulator simulator. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you climbed in this this box and you had this big window in front of you and it was oh, like have driving to. an eighteen wheeler. Yeah, I yeah. never did that, but they yeah. they they actually helped. Uh, they worked alongside NASA and stuff building their simulators. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what was it? It reminds me of my uh, <laughs> when Chelsea and I got married. We got married in in Florida, and what her wedding present part of it was she sent me to to NASA for a day at space camp oh, and stuff sweet. it was so cool man and um you know you said simulator and it reminded me of what they put us through which was like a basically a video game like they called it like mm-hmm. you're gonna go in the simulator and it was not a NASA simulator it was a a joystick and a video game you had to kind of oh. like land the shuttle safely and like according to the mm-hmm. right speed and angle blah 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 but it was basically like a flight simulator game yeah. So I'm like, I got this. And they said, there's a competition for this. Whoever scores the best score landing the the um, the shuttle gets to be like the commander, like the main dude in the whole like simulation oh, nice. that they're going to do later. So there's this whole group. Everybody gets a different role. There's like, this person's on comms and this is like the co-pilot or whatever. And I got to be the commander because I scored so well on this uh on this video game, I'm like, yes, I love the simulators. They're basically video games. This is amazing. But in nice. any case, I want to know about this. Um, like, do you remember like your first day, like in a truck? Like, they go, okay, like here you go. Oh, with a teacher instructor? Sure. Yeah. I guess, oh, I wouldn't yeah, even know was, when that would be. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, there was. Uh, I think there was three of us in a truck. There'd be like the 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 instructor would be in the passenger seat, you'd be in the driver's seat, and then you yeah. have like one or two guys in the bunk watching yeah. you drive and are like nerves you running know? high or are you like pretty you're pretty like level level kind of do i think it, i never really, really had any fear of it yeah that doesn't know? surprise me well i mean with uh you know with the instructor in there i'm not you've taken lives before yeah what's well, a truck <laughs> well, it's, <a> <laughs> it's, uh, it's when you get to uh when you're out there by yourself right is when it gets really scary mm-hmm. like once i was on the schooling i, I aced the schooling i literally it was like a 400 question test. Yeah. I think I got, I got all of them right. Yeah. And then I went to take my state training, my CDL, you know, get my actual license and stuff. And I aced all that too. Like, are you studying it's, hard or is this stuff just come so naturally to you? A little, a little bit A&B. of both. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, it's a good junction of both. I'd have to say. Well, I mean, you just call it common sense, I guess. So it's part of my answer you know, there. Yeah. It's just, uh, To me, it's just so basic. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, a lot of it comes with it's you're learning something new every day. Sure. Even after 20 years plus, mm-hmm. I still see some stuff. I did 16 years over the road. Yeah. I've hit every state except for Hawaii. Yeah. In a tractor trailer. I hit Alaska twice. Yeah. That's awesome. I lived out in, I lived out in Portland, Oregon after mm-hmm. my, my divorce. Yeah. Right like next three door. Three and a half years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess you're still yeah. on that side. Yeah. What's some so you learn something new every day? Like how? Like man, I can't even imagine. It's long hours, obviously, mm-hmm. but like you got to get yourself. You probably get yourself into and got to get yourself out of some pretty tricky situations as well. There have been a few times where when I was done, I I cried. Oh really? It's just nerve wracking. Like like out west and like in the mountains and stuff. You're sitting on top of a mountain, and when you're going up, it there's no chain warning or anything or snow mm-hmm. warning in effect, and you get up top and everything's just a dead stop. And it's just all iced over, and 
you're in line with a few hundred other people mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you start sliding. Oh my God. You know, there's nothing you can do. You just yeah. try to direct it to the curb, the, the shoulder to hit some snow to get some traction to stop yeah. before yeah. you hit somebody. Because I mean, it's, 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 it's literally like an, an avalanche of vehicles. Mm-hmm. Running up on top of some of these mountains. And, it's and the just ice like, hits like that. And there's no place to put chains on. I mean, that, that's by this point, you're done. If they, right. if they tell you to put the chains on at the bottom of the mountain, yeah, you're good to go. Yeah, that'd but be once nice. you get once you get to the top, and this freak snowstorm is hit, yeah, you know, and the same thing happened on Donner Pass before. Um, yeah, it's just so. Is it kind of the of places you know this sort of thing can happen? Oh yeah, place, time of year, yeah. and you're kind of like, yeah. well, going to be a pretty shitty day at work today. Well, yeah, a lot of the states out west there, it's like you got to yeah. have snow chains on for or snow chains on your person. In your vehicle from this is oct- October or November to like April or May. Mm-hmm. So it's like six years. Half the yeah. year you got to have chains on. You know, I mean, That's they could in the middle of July they could just like pull you into a way station and say, "Well, where's your chains at?" Yeah, you know, and if you don't have them or they're in bad condition, you're getting a ticket. Yeah. You know? I mean, really, it's in your best interest to have them. Like, oh it's, yeah, you know, there's oh, yeah, the law, is. but then also like probably a good idea. You can always keep them on you. Yeah, yeah you know? no kidding. Holy cow. Have you ever, like, I, mean, I don't even know if I want to know, <laughs> like, some mm. of the bad situations, but, man, I'm, you've generally stayed safe, I imagine? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's I good. did my best. Yeah. yeah, I had over, by the time I retired from driving over the road, I had almost 2 million safe miles. Yeah. You're retired then? From over the road. What does that mean? I don't drive out of the state anymore. Oh, okay. I drive local now. Okay. Yeah. I stay right in there. When I, when I, I quit driving seven or eight years ago mm-hmm. and I moved back to Michigan. Yeah. Um, I was like, I'm not driving no more. I don't want to do it because it's just so hard to have a life. Yeah. I mean, I went through a marriage, multiple, multiple relationships mm-hmm. and it's just so depressing. Like after my, after my divorce, man, I, I, I I contemplated suicide. Yeah. Quite a bit. Yeah. And I was almost there. I almost pulled the trigger and I didn't. But then I decided to eat myself to death. Yeah. You know, I, I gained seventy five pounds within six months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was just it was just it was bad. And then I met somebody online and they're like, Oh, you know, I'm divorced and blah blah blah. Why don't you come out here? So I moved out to Portland, I get out there and come to find out she's still freaking married. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like, why? Yeah. Why would you do this just to somebody? One after another after another. You know, and everybody, even in between there, though, it's like, oh, yeah, I can date a truck driver. I'm like, you don't realize I'm gone all the time. Yeah. Well, speaking oh, of knowing, do you know what you're signing me. up for? Yeah. You know, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And eventually, within six months, or they don't talk to you as much, you know, mm-hmm. and they find somebody else. And yeah. Because how just, long would you be out for? If I had somebody at home a couple weeks at a time. Yeah. Just, you know, living out of the truck, like sleeping in yeah. the back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did lawn. I mean, a lot more. The good thing is a lot of these, these, uh, facilities they have like lawn, like the company I worked for, we had yards all over the country mm-hmm. and they all had free showers, um, free laundry, yeah, TV rooms. Uh, most of them had, uh, Cafeterias, 
mm-hmm. you know, or places you could order stuff to, you know, so that wasn't bad. If you go in the middle of nowhere, a lot of the truck stops, they'd have similar stuff, and you usually got points on your card for uh, getting fuel there. Yeah. So you get a free show, or you might have to pay five or six bucks to do laundry if you needed to. Which like all that. sounds nice, but, but like, yeah, it's still on top of the fact of like what your life is like. Oh yeah, when it, yeah. when I, when I first started driving, it's like, oh wow, the cab of this truck yeah. is huge. Look yeah. at all this room. Sixteen years later, it's like Jesus. Yeah, the walls are coming in. <laughs> you know, yeah. occasionally, like I take the the ex wife would come out with me. Yeah. Um. You know, for a couple weeks or whatever, but when I once I got divorced, I still owned my own truck at that time. I uh, I'd stay out three four months at a time. I'd stay out wow. longer if my mom wasn't crawling me crying. Yeah, just you seeing know. you. Holy cow, yeah. man! Whew. that's pretty but, nuts. Yeah. So now you're doing good, though. You're okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm, good. I'm in a lot better place now. Um, yeah. It took me a long time to forgive. Uh, that was actually my fiance's doing there. Because uh, my ex-wife and I, we tried having kids. Yeah. And for years, and I do it through all the tests, and it was me. And I think a lot of it was was, was my size and yeah. my job, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I want to say it was like mm, probably around 500 pounds. Yeah. Then. And it, the doctor said it was, it was my fault. Mm-hmm. You know, because it wasn't long. It was like she cheated on me and she ended up getting pregnant. So obviously yeah. it wasn't wow. her. <laughs> yeah. You know, but uh, we ended up uh, when... Amy and I got together. We got engaged. And uh, like four months after we got engaged, she's like, I'm pregnant. And I'm like, wow. It ain't mine. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I didn't. I thought that. <laughs> like, okay. You know? Okay. Yeah. No, no. It's because well, I, I was told for years. But right. the thing is, though, is I went from when I quit driving truck over the road, I was over 600 pounds. Wow. And then I got down to 500, mm-hmm. slightly under. And because uh, I was having a life, I wasn't in the truck all day. Mm-hmm. I was out doing stuff. I was active. Yeah. Just doing that, I lost a bunch of weight. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, evidently, that's what I needed. Yeah. I, I mean, wasn't setting it makes all sense. Day. Yeah. You know. So, so then the it, decision uh, to go to, okay, now this procedure. Were you like, mm-hmm. it seemed like you were maybe making some progress and you know, the conversations you guys were having was were you giving yep. up on the, on the, what you were trying to do. Like, yeah. Yeah. Where did and you it, finally pull the trigger she, on that? She, uh, seen my friends this last summer when we were camping mm-hmm. and she looked at me and she says, and then I also had a work party where one of my drivers, his wife had had it years ago and she seen the results that she had. Yeah. And she was like, you know, maybe this is what you need to do. Yeah. You know? What did that mean to just have that kind of support, like that, almost like a green light on that? I was gung ho. Yeah. I immediately, I got back from vacation. I called my doctor. I got the referral set up. Mm-hmm. And I started making, doing the calls with them, like Zoom calls and this and that. Now, that's what was happening this past summer? Like, that was about six months ago yeah. or so? Yeah, up until October and stuff. Yeah. I started doing the Zoom calls yeah. and the meetings and this and that. I had to have a bunch of uh, 
it's a whole checkerboard. I'll bet. Of list of stuff. The well, it's not a good thing. Um, because my BMI was so high, I didn't have to go through a whole six month weight loss thing for it. Mm-hmm. I could have, if I could have gotten in sooner, I could have had the surgery already. Because Just there's because an urgency behind it. To, to that, that's the weird thing is that other than my weight, I'm perfectly healthy. Yeah. I don't have high blood pressure. Yeah. I don't have diabetes. I'm not close to a diabetic. Oh, wow. Yeah. I have, I took a stress test. Mm-hmm. And I'm so competitive. They're like, I'm on this treadmill and they keep inclining it. And they're like, well, you're at, you're at 60%. You really don't need to do anymore. <laughs> I'm like, is there a hundred percent? They're like, well, you could. So I'm like, crank it up. Yeah. And it got to a hundred percent. They're like, okay, you can stop. I'm like, no, let's go for 105. That is wild, <laughs> man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know? And it's just like, I'm, I'm, I've always been, I'm active at my job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing. My weight has never really stopped me from doing anything mm-hmm. to a point. Do you think you know? about like what it's going to be like? Like, do you picture that you visualize? I yeah. I have, I have a mental picture and yeah. I don't know if I'll ever get that. I usually exceed my goals I set. Yeah. I do have a mental image of what I want to look like. Mm-hmm. Like, cause the doctor told me, he's like, okay, well you're at this weight right now. He goes, you'll probably get down to around 300 and then gain 15 of it back. So end up at 315. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's not going to work for me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, once I get down to the weight where I can start running again and doing that's different everything. stuff, as long as my left knee holds out, I, I, there's a little gym here in town, just three different workout facilities in my town. Mm-hmm. One does Pilates and one is like a normal little gym. Yeah, get it, man. I plan on getting on that Stairmaster thing again because that was like my arch nemesis when I first started at Planet Fitness mm-hmm. was that damn stair treadmill. Oh, dude, I can't even. <laughs> and by the time I, by the time we got done, I was doing like a half hour of that at a time. Wow. That's got to be one of the most challenging. It's because it's like... You, you have to make sure that you're watching where you're stepping, man. Like you really got to pay attention. You can't really like go, I don't know if you go for a walk on a treadmill or a jog or whatever, like you can mm-hmm. kind of like just zone out for a little bit. I feel like with the, with this, this was step master or whatever, like you really have to yeah. focus you, one wrong move and you are ass over tea kettle and all scraped up. I was usually pretty good at that. I have the, have yeah, the little thing. I set my, my phone on there and watch Netflix or something. Yeah, good you know, on you, while I'm doing it, but I mean, it's I wouldn't have it like maxed out for speed or nothing. Sure, but I'm but still I was a steady steps steady and climb. stories. Holy cow! Yeah, you know. So yeah, there. What I about have, like what one. about life? Like, do you think about like you think about um, how you'll look? But what about like things you'll be able to do or like just moving around and clothes the, you mentioned before? Like the, everything changes. The I can't wait for it to be easier. Yeah. To get around. Because I agree, yeah. I'm so used to this. It doesn't really... I know it's going to be an eye-opener. Yeah. Once I can physically start seeing it in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And then when I start um, being able to chase my kids around easier. Yep. Especially my youngest one, because she's a little hellion. Yeah. Um, climbing how, the steps how old up again? to put her to bed. She's five. And the yeah. oldest is done. Yeah. 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 Every night I do... Uh, I read a book to the youngest and then we do it's a bitsy spider mm-hmm. where I'll like, uh, 
rub her arm, do itsy bitsy, you know, do the thing twice, and I rub her leg four times and her back four times. Cause she's like, Dad, Daddy, you got to do five and five itsy bitsies. <laughs> she's like, That's two on my arm, four on my leg, and four on my back. I'm like, Come on, can't Daddy just do five? She's like, No, five and five. Send that negotiating. <laughs> <laughs> so I read her a book, bedtime mm-hmm. story, and then I do that. So what do you think your kids like, will say? Like, it'll be pretty, pretty, it's like some kids freak out when they're, when their dad, you know, shaves a mustache off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, they, they all, they've all watched me go through it and I keep yeah. trying to explain to Harper what it's going to be like. Um, and I keep trying to explain to her because she is, she is a mom. She is a, an Amazonian. Yeah. I mean, she <laughs> is five years old. Yeah. <laughs> and she is already half her mother's height. Mm hmm. Um, I mean, she looks like she's damn near the size of her sister. Wow. Yeah. And she's five. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> when, when she was three, um, we went up north to my cousin's graduation party and my, another cousin of mine was in from Texas mm-hmm. and I'm like holding her. I'm like, Jesus, you were heavy kid. I'm going to put her down. And she's like, my cousin's like, she, she's not that heavy. And I went to hand her to her. Mm-hmm. And I, I held on as I was letting the weight go because that's a shock, right? Yeah. And as I let go fully, she like bowed with her and she's like, this kid is solid. <laughs> yeah, man. And she is, she will, she'll run up to you and she'll hit, she could damn near tackle me. <laughs> the low center of gravity and everything. Man. <laughs> <laughs> like she got her little legs going. She is a big kid. That's and I'm like, best. I'm trying to explain to her because she loves to eat. Yeah. yeah, she's a prime. Yeah, and it's like, sweetheart, we got to stop that. Mm-hmm. You don't need to eat a as much as your sister because your sister's twice your age. Yeah, she is growing seriously tall. Yeah, um, it's not good to be as big as daddy. Yeah, you know we don't we don't want daddy's working hard to get rid of this. Mm-hmm. You don't need to idolize daddy in that respect. Yeah, yeah. I told her, I said, as soon as daddy has the surgery and daddy can start working out again, I said, we're going to start going for walks. We're going to be doing this. We're going to be doing that. We're all going to watch what we eat. And how, I, I just, how, much I, of, how much of this is, like, wh- how much of them do you think of when doing something like this? Is that, like, everything? Like, it's, like I feel lot, like because the I kids wanna, change everything, man. Yeah, it was because, like I said before, after my divorce, I really didn't give a shit. If I died, yeah. I died. I yeah. didn't care. Um, but then finding Amy... And mm-hmm. her daughter having people depend on me. Yeah. And then having my own daughter. I want to be able to walk these girls down the aisle. There it is. Or at least or at least see it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Unfortunately, I had Harper at a lot older age in life. Um, nowhere as near as young as I wanted to be. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'll, I'll be around to see my grandkids. I don't know if I'll be around to see her graduate, yeah. you know, but I'd like to be. Mm-hmm. And even though my heart is good, um, blood pressure, all that's perfect. Being this heavy cannot be good. Yeah. It's going to come a time like right now I'm, I'm having issues with my knees. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm climbing in on the truck for it. I think a big part of it is uh, clutching for over 20 years. No doubt. Yeah, I think my left knee is getting shot from that because mm-hmm. I'm so much happier than an automatic. Yeah, um, 
You've done your but, time with a standard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, uh, it's got to be better. Yeah. Unless well, it's one of those freak accidents where I get hit by a fucking bus. No, don't even put it out there in the universe. Oh my gosh! But I'm like, I'm with you, man. Like, I feel like you and I are similar in that way. Like, let's just throw a little dark humor into this and yeah. get us through. You know, it's like as I've survived all this time being obese, and then I, I lose all the weight, and I'm walking across a crosswalk, and I get. I am not adding to this at all. I'm. Uh... <laughs> when is the date? What did you say? February eighth. We're coming up on it. Yep, February eighth. I had my like oh. Yeah, I told you about my weigh-in today, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had that today. Saturday, um, the fifth, I got to go into the hospital and they got to test me for antibodies. Yeah. Um, and then the eighth is the surgery. They're only allowing one person in there with me oh, at the man. time of the surgery. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping they'll let my parents in because after the surgery to at least see me because uh, they're coming down from up north. They rent a hotel room for the week. Yeah. To help out if we need it. Oh, that's um, nice. That's good. I'm not sure how. I've heard different things. I've heard that it's not bad after the surgery. Then I've heard it's horrible after the surgery. So that I would be a out. Low. I would be like telling everybody work. Everybody just like sayonara, man. <laughs> I'll see you when oh, yeah. I see him, man. Oh, I already told I'm, 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 I've got six weeks off work because they're saying that's how long it's going to take me to. I'll bet. Fully, if I had a desk job, I could go back to work within a week or so. Yeah, but pulling myself in and out of the truck with Don't having the it, man. Do, do staples and do. stuff. Get healthy. Know. Yeah, get your recovery in. It's important. Yeah. I feel like that's as much time as uh, moms get off of work when they have a baby. It's like six weeks later they're back at work. Mm-hmm. That is not. You know, people yeah. get like eighteen months here. Yeah. You really? know, it's like <laughs> yeah, you get like a year and a half if you want it. Mat oh, leave. Yeah, man. Would be bad if you're getting paid. Yeah, it's a portion, but that's a whole other thing. Yeah. But yeah, oh well, I'll be thinking of you, man. I appreciate it. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty pretty transformational to say the least. Yeah, I, yeah I'm I glad I wanted to chat with you before it all happened, and then uh, as soon as you're up for it afterwards, dude. Like I wanna, I want updates, man. I'll be giving I'll be giving updates. Yeah, you know, plan on you know as soon as I can start seeing it. Yeah, like I'm gonna do a, a series of photos. Mm-hmm. Um, we just had a whole family picture taken right before the holidays. Yeah. So I got that picture. Yeah. But I'm going to have one the day of the surgery. I want to do like a flip book. That's what say. I was thinking. And we take saying all those pictures. Yeah. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. I like it, dude. Well, yeah, let's, uh, I want to, I want to have you back afterwards. Do you want to talk about why you have the microphone? Do you want do you want or do you want to save that? What's so that? you're picking you're picking up the microphone maybe for a reason. You want to save that for next time? You think about starting oh, this a little something, something? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love the freaking uh podcast eventually. Yeah. You know, topic I'll, you know, I'll topic I'll, I'll um I'm gonna I had it for for something that you want to chat about today, but uh we'll say we'll have part two. Okay. We'll have uh are you gonna stay with Trucker Sloth? I feel like Trucker by the way, Trucker Sloth is like such a great name like that's got to be like just a, a handle forever even if you're either driving trucks or not like I my just name was it. my nickname was sloth since eighth grade when i moved back to michigan <laughs> and i became popular um i freaking loved high school yeah but my parents became sloth's parents you know and then i started driving truck you know a few like like five or six years after graduation and I came home one time. One of my neighbors was like, "Oh, it's Trucker Sloth." That's the best. And I was like, "It kind of like clicks." What? 
you know, so I started playing games on Facebook and stuff, and like all well, trucker sloth, we like the exact chat, you know, and like this and that. And so I so jealous, my, man. I, I I just use my name everywhere because I can't think of anything better. And I I thought I had something else that I will not be disclosing. People who know know and <laughs> whatever. Um, I wish I had just a sweet like online handle, and I just don't. I just have my my name, my stupid name that my parents stupid gave me. Um, but yeah, trucker, I've always, I've always liked it. Right from the moment I first heard it, it's like that, that jumped well, out. I've me, always had a nickname because it, it's like when I came, I was in kindergarten when the Transformers came out. Nice. Yep. Last name Prime. Oh yeah. Optimus. Mm-hmm. You know, I was called that for years, and then it became Slaw. It was real funny is that uh, Harper is the first prime girl in like three generations to be born. Yeah. Amy had the idea because we, we had like 20 boys names picked out, mm-hmm. but no matter what, he was going to have two middle names. And yeah. One, the last one was going to be Optimus. Yeah. And that was her idea. I love it. And then when we went to the ultrasound, like, Oh yeah, you're, you're having a girl. I'm like, Optimus. <laughs> Where's my <What>? Optimus? <laughs> I was like, really? I mean, I was happy. I was elated. She was you know, healthy and stuff, but I was like, really? Dude, you know what? I think for the next time, too, I'm going to make a note here, too. We're going to talk about Transformers as well because I'm um, I'm ordering some some of that IDW comic stuff. I'm going to get into that as well. Big oh, time. comics, yeah. dude. Oh, yeah. comics. Oh, there you go. There you go. All, we're already just like, you know, jotting down. <sighs> We've got yeah. actually a thing. I've got like a, you know what? This is Ribo's favorite part of the podcast is when I just go grab something random from the <laughs> shelf over here. Like... I don't think I've actually, I don't think I've ever really like shared this. Chelsea and I got this when we were in New York Comic Con in 2012. It's a Cybertron class of 85. It's like this. Wow. It looks like a giant like book and you open it. It looks like an omnibus. Yeah. And it's, but it's, um, it's like almost like Lego toys. They're, they're, they're toys. Oh, they're like a bunch of Legos and it's a whole bunch of like, yeah, all these different different characters. Yeah. Astro Train, Beachcomber, Autobot Blaster, Blitzwing. Yeah, this thing's awesome, dude. Those are kickback. Yeah, these are wicked. Excellent. Yeah, I, I, like I still, a lot. My, my parents have a half garage full of all my stuff. Yeah, that's the best. Yeah, if you if you're able to like you know if you grew up in a place where your parents have enough space to keep your stuff, oh man, it's all in the garage. Stuff. Yeah, I was supposed to get out. I was supposed to get out this summer. It never happened because I I, I got a shed out here. I, I got to still got to freaking go through and organize it so I can put my stuff home. Yeah. But the thing is, is I got to have room in here because my comic books are not staying outside. Yeah. They, they're, they got, and I've got a couple thousand. Oh, snap. Okay. Well, look, man, let's cut it here. I want to okay. have you back on. We're going to, we're yep. going to talk about the, the going under what that's all like the new mm-hmm. journey, uh, transformers and comics, man. We got it all yeah, sorted. Good to me. That's that's I love um, comics. Yeah, we got comics, we had about comics from my life for years. Two months it. away from, I mean, I, I have a feeling we'll probably chat before then, but oh yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. record a little something, something. Yeah. Uh, after that, man. Uh, hey, man. Thanks for being just. Thanks for being awesome. Thanks for being open and yeah, chatting no with me tonight, dude. And just and for Same all the here. support, everything, man. I really appreciate yeah. it, man. Yeah, you're great. Thanks, man. Do you want Do you want to let people know where to find you all over the internet? Search Trucker Sloth and you'll find me. Yeah, I want you to. I, I was kind of hoping for like a Trucker Sloth 69 or something in there, but you're just keeping it classy. <laughs> I can go dude. change it real quick. You're keeping it classy. It's probably <laughs> not for the best. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate you. You too, man.
A ton of things happening over the weekend. Kind of sports and sports entertainment related that I know very little about, but a lot of things to get excited about. And I am loving watching other people get excited about the things that they get excited about. Um, Canada just beat America in a World Cup qualifying match, and people in, uh, across the country are going nuts. Um, uh, Rafael Nadal, I think that's how you say it, the, the tennis player, he did a whole, he, he set like a record. I think he's got like 21 Grand Slams. He's the first dude to ever do that, which is insane. A whole bunch of football stuff. Nobody's happy about wrestling. <laughs> Sorry to say, there's all this good stuff, and then like wrestling, like Royal Rumble happens, and everybody's pissed, I, I think. I think that's just a. I, I feel like, you know, because I saw the Ronda Rousey thing. I think Brock Lesnar won. Spoilers. Um, so I think I think I think that's your if you're a wrestling fan, your curse is to just be more often disappointed than elated, I think. But but there is that pull every once in a while. You get it. But that's the that's just being a fan of stuff. I think sometimes games are good. Sometimes games are not so good. I feel like I'm forgetting something. Bunch of football. There's a ton of football that happened this weekend. People getting really excited about it, and I love to see it. As I record this right now, the 49ers are playing the Rams, and I know I know more more 49ers fans than than I don't even. Where are the Rams? Are they in L.A.? Is that where they went to? They used to be St. Louis. Poor St. Louis. When when a sports team leaves, what does this have to do with anything? I was even talking about before nothing, zero. This is kind of how it works sometimes, here, guys, on We the GamerCast. Thank you guys so much for listening. For supporting patreon.com slash Yumi Capri. If you like this, if you haven't already done it yet, uh, please go over there. If you do at the $1, we'd love you at the $3 to get all the exclusive content. You get way more stuff. But even $1, I appreciate you guys very much. Even if you're not, even if you're just listening, I appreciate you very much. It's all good. I need to get back to God of War. Because that game has my heart. Pokemon has my heart. Dying Light is coming out very soon. I'm going to be getting back in shape here. I'm about as out of shape as I've ever been right now. Like in this moment, this is it. But I'm motivated. I'm feeling better. I'm going to hydrate. I'm going to stretch. I'm going to push it to the limit. The limit! You got it. We end the show with this weird bit from Heavy Rain from the PS3 game from 2009 or something. I don't even know. I hope you guys are great. We'll see you next week. Enjoy all the rest of the content. The Xbox Drive, the Nintendo Drive, and all the rest. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Jason! 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 Sean! Sean! where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!